Welcome to the Connect FCS Ed Podcast, where we talk about family and consumer sciences education. Each episode is geared to support, recruit, and retain the professional FCS educator. I am your host, Barbara Scully, and I want to boldly celebrate with you today, families and careers. Hi, and welcome to the Connect FCS Ed Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. So today I have an awesome educator friend with me. And we are going to be talking about how NGPF can fill your financial literacy toolbox. And with me, my guest today is Miss Kathy Hatfield. Thank you so much for joining me today, Kathy. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah. So a little background. Kathy is one of my portable warrior teachers at my school. And... We've become really great friends, and I just have to say, so I moved to our school now where I've been at school for three years, and Kathy, oh gosh, she was one of the first people to come into my classroom and just kind of welcome me after, you know, getting into the groove of the school year and everything, and and I was personally struggling. I was struggling with, you know, moving my entire family and having all of those doubts and that you have with uprooting your life. And she came in and she, we, we chatted. And then out of nowhere, I got a nice, really beautiful bouquet of flowers from her and just reassuring me that I was in the right place. And oh my gosh, Kathy, you, you've been just one of the best ever since. And I'm just so grateful for your friendship. Oh, thank you. We love having you at our school and you have added a whole new dimension to our department and our school. And if you only knew how much we appreciated you as well. So thank you. Thanks. Well, okay. So Kathy, you are, you are not family and consumer sciences, but you partner with us quite a bit. What do you teach? So I am truly a business and marketing endorsed teacher. And I've been teaching now for Gosh, over 20 years, I think I'm about, I, you know, you kind of forget after a while. I think this is about year 20, 23. Um, and so currently, I mean, I've taught the whole gamut of whole business education, marketing, you know, being an FBLA advisor and a DECA advisor. But most recently, I have my focus has been financial literacy. I also teach a couple sections of financial algebra. And I still dabble in our marketing department when they need me. So those are kind of my three main things at this point and have been for the last few years. Yeah. So, okay. So when I came to our school, I had been thrown teaching financial literacy and I loved it. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. And I was picking and choosing from all of all sorts of you know resources there's everfi there's junior achievements which the podcast aired that episode last week with Lynn Carlson but then you introduced me to NGPF and talk about game changer so let's share to the podcast community about NGPF perfect well I am an NGPF guru and I'm actually my official title is I'm an NGF fellow, meaning that I was, I had the opportunity to be one of the, a, a small select group the first year about, gosh, it's been like four years ago to attend a completely expense-free 
almost week-long workshop hosted by NGPF to kind of share their materials, to show us what they have to offer. And then our their goal for us was to share this information with our colleagues and others. And Next Generation Personal Finance, hence the NGPF, is a game changer for me, not only for financial lit, but for financial algebra. I think if you're teaching family consumer science or you're a business ed teacher or even a marketing teacher, you're going to find useful information. Whether you're a high school teacher or a middle school teacher, you're going to find things on there that you can use. What I find amazing is that you can be that first year teacher who's just struggling to like make it day to day, or you can be the seasoned teacher who just wants to add a little new stuff every once in a while. Their website is really organized. So I encourage you all to go to ngpf.org. You do have to set up a teacher account because they want to make sure that only teachers have access to this website because the, you know, nothing's worse than getting a lesson plan and not finding answer keys. And so this website, if there's a lesson out there, there is an answer key for you that you can download. So they, they want to keep the site secure. So they're going to confirm that you actually are an educator to get to this. But what I love about their website is there's just so much information on there and it's organized so well. You can look up content by subjects. So if I'm doing it, like next week, I'm doing careers. And so I can just type in careers and it'll take me to a, a, a portion of their website where there are literally 20 different activities that are focused on careers. There's going to be games. There's going to be links to videos. And the staff that they have at NGPF are all educators. They all have an education background, so they know what we're looking for. And what's great is nothing really irritates me more than going to a website, finding some videos that sound super great, and then clicking on them and realize those links do not work anymore. And so NGPF is super great about making sure everything is up to date. If I ever get a link that doesn't work, I send them an email and it's fixed within hours. It's relevant. It's fresh. It's short video clips with engaging questions, great games. Literally, if you have never taught financial literacy, you can if you needed to, you could go day by day with their activities and their lesson plans and put together what works for you. What is awesome about NGPF is that they're doing this for teachers. It costs nothing. All their PDs, all their professional development opportunities are free of charge. And I know during this time, you know, with the economy and with COVID, you know, districts don't have the money to pay for additional trainings. And so um, you can do all your, well, especially now with COVID, all their trainings are online and they're an hour long and you're engaging with teachers from all across the United States and they're demonstrating their website. So there's not the trying to figure it out on your own. So you, you as the educator is using their materials and learning you can model your teaching based on how you're taught. And that's the best kind of teaching for me. Yeah. Well, I just remember when, uh, yeah, well, three years ago when you shared NGPF with me and I just so happened that it was, I was able to go and participate in one of their live workshops. I was able to piggyback off of my, my fall conference for family consumer sciences. I was able to take a personal day and then so my fall conference was, you know, three days. And then I took a personal day for that fourth day. 
And then I was able to attend that workshop down in Portland and they paid for everything that I didn't, I didn't have, my parking was completely validated. My hotel uh, was comped, all of it. It was amazing. And then I got a little certificate, you know, saying that I attended and I earned this many, you know, PD hours and everything. So that was great. And I know, gosh, with you, Kathy, this, uh, this last year, oh, well, actually it was last summer. I remember you taking like all these NGPF workshops and PD and everything. They paid you, they paid you to experiment and to earn, you know, so many, you know, badges and, and whatnot in each, uh, each course. Didn't you do a budgeting investment and what, what badges did you earn? Um, I earned a badge in, so you had to take 10 hours of PD in a content area. I think it was 10 hours. I could be wrong on it. It's been a while now. Maybe it was less than that. But then at the end, they had a, basically a test. And if you pass with a certain percentage, you earned a badge. And uh, what was great about it is not only did you get the content knowledge, but you, you learned how to use their curriculum in that particular unit. You got to share and be in small groups with other educators and across the state and share ideas and, and so forth. But yes, at that time, they had a badge in banking, investing. You're, you're quizzing me here. Anyways, there were four badges total and you had the opportunity to learn them all. But what was great though is clock hours are available and clock hours were free. Tim, the founder of NGPF, his main focus is not only to make every student financial literate, but to provide these training opportunities free of charge for teachers. Like he knows that we already put in the time and our own money. And he said that, no, his goal is that we all have this opportunity and and we're not going to charge our educators to do this. So everything they do is, has been free of charge. And I mean, often they reward us for participating by, you know, sending us a, a gift card to, you know, a low coffee place or, an Amazon card. And so sometimes there's some incentives for us to go, but I would do it without the incentive. Yeah, you're right. Um, There's been some really fun things that they do for us and they make you feel valued. And we're all in this together. And while I'm talking about their staff, you know, treating us so wonderfully is that there is a huge group of financial literacy educators out there who are always so willing to share. And so if you are a financial literacy teacher of any kind, I encourage you if you use Facebook is there is a group page called Financial Lit. It's called FinLit Fanatics and you can join the group. There's literally thousands of educators on there and you can put a question on there at three o'clock in the afternoon and within minutes, people will answer you. People will share information though. They'll, they'll share activities, ideas. They're the most willing group of people to share their materials. And it it makes life so much easier when you don't have to recreate the wheel. I met people there where we shared email addresses and shared information. And I mean, I've even had extra videos. Like I had a duplicate. I'm like, oh, I have an extra one. Like, what's your mail address? I'll mail it to you. You know, everybody's just so kind and helpful. So I really encourage you, you know, it's a great way to network with people, not only in your, in your district and in your state, but all across the U.S. And it's amazing. There's an amazing group of teachers out there that just really feel the value of financial literacy and, and the things that our students need. 
And so like, yeah, definitely go to Finlit Fanatics on Facebook. Yeah, no, I'm I'm part of that group and I, I absolutely love it. I love seeing the questions that are posted. And then if I comment on any of them, then all of a sudden, you know, I'm I'm part of all those notifications that I get. And it it really is, it's sometimes overwhelming with the amount of feedback, but I swear you're able to sift through all of that feedback and be able to say, okay, this applies to me and or or you could unfollow that thread if if it's proving to be like, okay, I got what I needed. And yeah, absolutely. They are, they're probably, gosh, you know, we have, it's such a community and that's something that's, I have to say, I, that's the reason why I love Facebook so much being part of so many various groups is because of that community, because yeah, who wants to recreate the wheel? Exactly. The one thing I want to say too, is that, like I said, Tim is the founder is really, really into Let's get this material out to our teachers for free. So one of the most recent items was giving teachers a Nearpod grant. So as we probably are aware, there's a lot of types of platforms that we can use, whether it be Pear Deck or Nearpod or whatever it might be. And and a lot of them have like basic subscriptions that are free of charge, but you don't get to sometimes use all the bells and whistles because you're just at the lowest level. PF provided literally thousands of teachers free Nearpod grants for an entire year where you could use, you got the highest level of Nearpod. So you got all the bells and whistles and it was a real, you know, a very short application process to, to get this grant. And it really, I don't know the exact number, like did everybody get it or, or whatnot, but I really feel like many, many teachers who applied got the grant. And so I encourage you to at least become a member of NGPF and log onto their website, register for an account, and sign up to get their daily emails because that's where you learn about all these free opportunities to get grants and so forth. And they really do help make your life so much simpler. Like the Nearpod grant alone, I'm able now to find all of these Nearpod lessons, which if you're not familiar with Nearpod, it's, I call it my glamorous PowerPoint where students can actually engage and participate within the, the slide presentation. You know, it's not something I use every day because anything every day would get boring, but to put it in there, is wonderful. And the kids, I think they like it. But what's great is that once you become part of this Nearpod community with financial lit teachers, there's hundreds of Nearpods created by other teachers that are shared. And if you even go to the Finlit Facebook page and say, hey, I'm looking for a Nearpod on how to do your taxes, you're going to get a dozen or more teachers reply saying, here's my link. You can try mine out. And if you like it, you can just edit it. You know, So everyone's willing to share and And there are so many opportunities, like I said, for free things through NGPF that will make your life so much easier. Yeah, well, and we just, gosh, uh, NGPF just closed. They had a really short window for that. They were just doing, extending that same Nearpod grant for this upcoming school year. And it was a really short window and I missed it. I was so (laughs) disappointed in myself. I had like a list of like 25 things I had to get done and the Nearpod was in that, but I wasn't able to get it done in time because I think it was like, it was a four day window that they had open to submit your application. And I was like, ah, damn it. (laughs) You know, I have no inside scoop, but I would say, you know, keep checking your email because that Nearpod opportunity has now happened three times. So could it happen again? Absolutely. You know, I have no idea for sure, but keep it out there and 
keep your eyes open. And what's great though, is like on Fridays, they have a video that they send out every Friday. And then the subject line tells you what the topic is. Short little video to show your students. There's always a Kahoot game attached. So a lot of people use them every Friday. You, how, how much you want to use or how little you want to use. But it's just great having those things that are pre-made and they're actually really relevant and they're engaging. That's awesome. Yeah, no. So if and when you do sign up for NGPF, make sure you always check your junk mail because that's where all of everything goes. It goes into your junk mail. <laughs> so always be checking your junk mail, if not hour by hour, at least daily. Absolutely. Well, oh my gosh, Kathy, you've just shared so much. Okay, so let's do a recap. So we go to NGPF.org. We sign up. And we have to put in, do we need to put in our teacher email or can we put in like our own personal Gmail? No, you need to put in your teacher email because they're going to verify that you are actually an employee of a school district. Okay, perfect. So get that, get your teacher email in there and sign up. How do you find the, oh gosh, the answer keys? When you get approved to have an account through NGPF, they will send you a link for the answer keys. And I just pin that email to the top of my email list and it'll be there. I have noticed that recently, some of the assignments as you download them will have a link immediately to the answer key. So I think that might be a changeover that we're doing to have that. So most of their things are Google Docs. If you use Google Docs, you're able to access everything or you can download them as your own file of some sort. And the thing that I love about Google Docs is that you're able to download things into a Word format if you are using, if you're a Microsoft-based system. So that's that's the cool thing about Google Docs. You're able to do both. All right. So we got our answer keys. We figured out how to sign up. And how about continuing education? How can you get involved with uh, more PD or clock hours? So on, their, on the NGPF website, there is a link at the top that says PD. And when you go to that link, they will have a list. I'm talking a huge list of different PD opportunities. They're usually an hour long. And usually what they do is they will pick a specific topic and a specific lesson. And they will model that lesson for you in their one hour PD. Now, those all, usually they earn clock hour. Kind of de- it's a state-by-state state basis. It kind of depends on your state and how receptive they are to, to that. When I first started, Washington did not get clock hours, and um, now we do. So it depends on the course, though. So you have to like, you know, read the, the information that's on the link. But you sign up for the clock hours. They're all done via Zoom. And like I said, super easy. They do have some longer workshops that are three hours long. Now they've been on Saturdays. So you really can do as much or as little. They repeat a lot of the hour-long lessons. So if the time doesn't work for you, you can pick a different day, a different time. If you miss one, you know, you can come back and do it. But there are so many different links to different PD opportunities. If there's a topic you just need more information about or you just don't feel super comfortable, like on how to teach doing your taxes, you can, you know, do that. But so many opportunities. Please take advantage of it and check it out. Yes. I'm hoping that, you know, soon we're able to, to have our real 
face-to-face type workshops because those have been, you know, those are a lot of fun to like get to meet people and meet in small groups and do the hands-on activities and get up and be the student and actually participate in the activities. So that's great. I do want to add something that I forgot to earlier is that the lesson plans are broken into semesters or year long. So depending on how your course is structured, you can actually click on lesson plans that are geared for the year long class, the semester class, the middle school curriculum, and they're adding more and more math lessons. So for those of you that teach financial math or financial algebra, like I do, you're going to start finding a lot of stuff out there that will help you in your classroom. So there's some great stuff out there. So always look back because they're adding new stuff all the time. Well, and they also do like uh, for if you have a shortened class period as well. So if it geared for a 45 minute class period. So, yes, yeah, they have the the semester and the year long, but then they even break it down to even more for a 45 minute class period. So that's exciting. I think there's, yeah, the wealth of information and sharing of resources. That's powerful. It Absolutely. is really powerful because Yes, we're we're making we're ensuring that our students are successful, but you're setting teachers up for that same success, if not, you know, increasing the standard. Absolutely. Kids love it when you show them a video that's not 20 years old. Yes, right? So, Absolutely. Yeah, so. I, I actually just showed a 1996 video in uh for a completely different class period of mine. And I was just and I was before talking or before showing it to the class, I'm like, okay, guys, this 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 video goes back to 1996. I was 16 at the time, but it's relevant. The quality of the video, not so much, but it is relevant. And they're like, okay. And so, so, but yeah, being able to showcase new content that is relevant, it, it's huge. It goes a long way with students. Absolutely. Okay. So we've, we've talked about NGPF. We've you now just filled our financial lit toolbox. Tell me, give me, I'm going to ask you three rapid fire questions. What have you, what has been your biggest takeaway this school year? What has been your biggest takeaway with what have you learned? That we need to be around people and our students need us more than we would ever have thought. They really, I think in this last year have valued school. And I don't think we have very many students now who will wish that they don't have school. I think they understand like why we're together. I agree. Okay. Throughout this year, you've been involved in a lot of various professional development, seminars, workshops, all on your own time that because you've been wanting to to grow, growing yourself professionally. Has there been one workshop or professional development that you have been a part of that has just kind of changed the way you thought, you think? I think the professional developments that I've done this year, I don't know if there's really one content type material that I would say, wow, this was awesome. But I, what I really think is, is it has shown me because of Zoom and meeting remotely, what types of methods are better than others. I I still need to see it and touch it as best I can. I need to be engaged. So having people teach me by just talking at me on a camera has not been very effective. But having me participate with them 
even if it's by Zoom, having me doing it with them has shown me that that's how my students are probably going to be better to learn the material as well. I love it. Okay. So now moving into this post-COVID educational era, what are best practices that you've learned that you're going to continue on moving forward with? You know, even though I'm business ed teacher, I probably don't in the past have not used technology to the best of my ability in the classroom. Like I'm, I was, guess I was a little old school with the PowerPoint, you know, showing a few videos, doing worksheets, lecturing. And I think with COVID, I mean, it's made us all be a little bit better with technology and incorporating a lot of the other platforms that we have access to that are, are sort of really engaging and, and fun and things that students can go back and repeat if they need additional instructions or they just need a refresher. So I think as a teacher who had to teach during COVID and learn to use technology in a more broader way, I think I'm going to continue using that. And, you know, I'm going to encourage my students to continue bringing their laptops to school. And we're going to continue using technology, you know, maybe not every day the same way, but we're going to, that's an important skill that our students need is they need to feel comfortable with their technology. And I, I don't think we're all there yet. You know, I have still students who won't check their email. And I try to explain to them every day that this is how your work world is going to be. Some of you, you know, the job world has changed now. There's going to be a lot of jobs where students are, can work remotely from home or their home office. So we need to make sure our students are comfortable with the technology. And I think we always say, oh, kids know technology. Kids know technology. Yeah, they know their cell phone, as you know, but do they really know technology? And I think as a teacher after COVID, we know what where our students are lacking with technology. And I don't care if you teach math or English science or health, whatever it is you teach, we need to continue teaching our students about technology, how to use it and how to transfer those skills from our business ed class or our family consumer class into their work world and their world after high school. Absolutely. And you just hit a very valid point where my next door neighbor, no joke, he works for the transportation company and he's he's really high up in the transportation industry. Well, he and his wife, their family, they're flying out this coming Wednesday to Hawaii. They're going to be looking at properties because he's like, I am now able to, I'm able to work remotely anywhere, anytime. Yes, would I have to come back from time to time to do certain things? Absolutely. But if I can work remotely, why would I stay here? It's like, yes, all of a sudden our quality of life is completely shifting and it's for the better. Yes, are there learning curves? Absolutely. But you have strong Wi-Fi, you can work anywhere. Anywhere. Absolutely. And so that's exciting. And that's just that just shows how the the work our careers are changing in this new, you know, post-COVID system and life that we're living in. So it's exciting. Oh, well, you have shared a lot of great stuff. Thank you so much. Do you have any shout outs that you wanna you wanna give? Oh my gosh, I shout out my to my entire CTE staff because I think, okay, I'm kind of biased, but our CTE staff at Chiawana High School, we have been amazing through this whole COVID thing. Like, you know, we are on top of it. I think we've been the leaders of the school of training the technology, um, sharing ideas and 
really like sticking together and supporting one another and and also sharing our our wealth of information to our other staff members in our school. So shout out to Chiawana High School CTE department. Yay. Yeah. I could give that same shout out because I'm a part of it. <laughs> Not biased at all. No. <laughs> Well, thank you, Kathy, so much for spending this time with us and sharing your insights on NGPF. This podcast is all about sharing resources, sharing stories, and how we can become better because every day we're raising the bar, not only for ourselves, but raising the bar for others because we can and we we do lead the way. So thank you so much for joining. And if anybody wants to get in touch with uh, Kathy needing resources or needing, I don't know, maybe create your own NGPF community, how can people get in touch with you, Kathy? Probably the easiest way would be email, and it is Kathy Hatfield, and that's Kathy, K-A-T-H-E-Y, Hatfield, H-A-T-F-I-E-L-D, at psd1.org. There you go, my friends. So if anybody needs to reach out to Kathy, you are able to do so. I'll be sure to put that into the show notes and we'll be in touch soon. And in the meantime, stay happy, stay healthy, and we'll see you in person. (laughs) Bye. Thank you. Thank you for joining the conversation today. Each episode on the Connect FCS Ed podcast, we boldly celebrate families and careers by providing inspiration, support, and resources for teachers, students, and families everywhere. If you could do me a quick favor, please leave me a five-star review on iTunes. My mission is to get this out in front of as many people as possible to help educate and inform the community that home economics is alive and well. Thanks again for spending your time with me today, and be sure to visit fcspodcast.com for past episodes and resources to help spread the word that family and consumer sciences is today's home economics.